Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If uh, you played that on your Nintendo, what about a Nintendo theme park? Can you imagine? I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh, What fictional world do you need in a theme park like yesterday? 651-641-1071. The reason we're asking is uh, there's some news in headlines. In fact, Holly brought this story up uh, earlier in one of the Dirt Alert updates. Universal Studios Resort is adding another theme park to its roster, and this is going to be epic. Literally, it's called Epic Universe. We know very little. Better live up. Sorry. If it's going to call itself Epic Universe, it better live up. It better, right? Call itself Meh. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that would be my theme park, but we'll get to that in a moment. So executives teased uh, last year that they were seeking to turn their two-park resort into a week-long travel destination, not just a two- or three-day trip for families. So they want to give you uh, more to do. Well, in that regard, Thursday, they revealed that they that's today that they are doing a major expansion that will include hotels, restaurants, shops, but also this epic universe. Now, your next question or series of questions will be about what the heck is epic universe, you say? What the heck is epic universe, you say? Um, Well, we don't know much at this point. We do know that it's going to be located on a 750-acre plot of land a few miles from their existing resort. There will be transportation around its properties. Now, I learned about this earlier this week that this is going to be like Disney World, but Universal. It's Disney, but Universal, exactly. And the way that I heard it was all going to be laid out is that it won't just be one massive universe-styled experience, meaning a universal um, property, Mm -hmm. like... Uh, but that there will be several universal property worlds stuck all up in here. Mm-hmm. Which is actually like very Disney. Yeah. Disney does the exact same kind of thing. And the way they actually talked about it, um, and I'll tell you about what those universes will include in a moment. Um, but the way that it sounded like they were going to lay this all out is that there would be like a portal and you would get to pick which portal you go into, and that will connect the different worlds to one another. Oh, interesting. So that you could go into world A, and then come back out and go into world B, and come back out and go into world C, etc., right? That said, we don't know what those worlds are going to include, but we do have a pretty good idea, and odds are, at this point, that it's going to be, among other things, probably... A very large portion of it will involve Nintendo World or some such similar experience based on their Nintendo property. Okay, so if I'm just trying to think of Nintendo World, what all would that include? Obviously, like Super Mario Brothers. Yep. Because that's one of their huge properties. Exactly. Uh, But 
I mean, Nintendo is a pretty broad, you know, group of themes, right? Yes. So we don't know, but again, it's their property, and yep. so it could mean a ton of things. So we don't have any specific ideas, but you can imagine that you could take Nintendo and create just as you know Disney has done with Star Wars. You're right. Um, that you can create, um, you know, individual rides. You can create an entire, you know, sort of uh, immersive, immersive experience. experience. Yeah. Shops, restaurants, all those things. Like you're going to have mushrooms at some point, right? And googly, yes. googly blobbins. I don't know what all the names of the Nintendo things are because I was not a Nintendo fan as a kid. But like things that you jump on, maybe. Yep, absolutely. Pipes. <laughs> there would be pipes there. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you were, you know, if you were like to pick the the theme park you wanted to go to, what is the theme that you needed like yesterday? That maybe it doesn't exist, but what fictional world do you need? In a theme park, I actually think the one that I the one of the first ones I think of actually already exists. Isn't there a Simpsons Land somewhere? Maybe in a park, Universal Studios in Hollywood. Yeah, has that. I want like a full theme park that is the Simpsons. The thing I will say, the reason a lot of people are suggesting that it's Nintendo, and this was left out of the big reveal today, so we don't know specifically if Nintendo is in fact going to be sort of like the anchor, but. Um, Holly brought this up in the dirt alert as well that um, the Universal Studios Tokyo or Japan, where, wherever it is in Japan, Osaka, Osaka has a uh, Nintendo World that's set to open later this year in 2020. But anyway, that's around the corner. So people are thinking that's a possibility. Also included in those possibilities will be things like Minions, um, you know, the classic monsters in the Universal uh, playbook. Um, so those are the kinds of things. Now, the, the the reason I want to talk about this is like, those are all fun. And if you're a Nintendo fan, you're super excited. If you love Universal Studios, you're probably very excited. But I'm just like, can we at least get, you know, we've got the Star Wars now, right? Yep. Disney's is doing Star Wars. Yeah. But what about if we're talking about like immersive, like movie based theme parks or mm-hmm. pop culture based theme parks? Yeah. I need to have Star Trek already. Yeah. And I need to have. How do we not have that? Right. Like, how has somebody not created a Star Trek? Like a good one, because I'm sure somewhere in like Podunk, Ohio, they've got like some kind of crap Star Trek world with like, you know, uh, styrofoam. There is actually a place like that. And I just saw that in a documentary. There's like like a recreation of like the, you know, um, parts of the Enterprise anyway. Well, they Um, tried doing that in Las Vegas back in the day, doing Star Trek The Experience. That was in the Hilton in Las Vegas back in the 90s, but that really didn't go anywhere. Which is so weird to me because Trekkies be trekking, man. And Lord of the Rings, this is another Trekkies be trekking. <laughs> Lord of the Rings is another one. Now, you can go to the set, yep. pieces of uh, parts of uh, what were the set for the movie in the Lord of the Lord of the Rings in um, New Zealand. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, we just, like, think about that. That theme park would write itself. Yeah. Like, I could easily create this i also want a doctor who one which i know will never help or happen but it should six five one six four one one oh seven one what theme park do you want you know what this makes me think of is that there used to be and we've we've seen pictures of it now abandoned uh wizard of oz theme park yeah that i mean to me that just lends itself perfectly to a full theme park yeah like a movie like that that people are huge fans of that they could 
you know, immerse themselves in. I just you for know, a full day. I think I know why they would do something lean towards something like Nintendo versus say Star Trek, because I think Star Trek is gonna attract a bunch of old people and not maybe as much of a younger audience as say Nintendo. That said, Nintendo is kind of a sweet spot between you know, some older and younger because it has the nostalgia of its original incarnation. And then, of course, you know, your kids have a relationship. Oh, my with gosh. Nintendo yeah, today. My kids are complete Nintendo freaks. Yeah. And, and Star Wars is the same, right? It's jumped from, you know, the the nostalgia and in, includes like a contemporary audience as well. Right. I'll tell you what Nintendo has that has kids, you know, that they'll always have kids with is Pokemon. Because Pokemon never goes away. Got is that Nintendo? That is Nintendo. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, absolutely. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, oh my goodness. Andy Cohen has responded to uh, the comments that Titus Burgess has made. We're going to get you all caught up on this story and tell you what Andy Cohen had to say after this on My Talk 1071. Are you all caught up on the feud between Andy Cohen and Titus Burgess? Mm. Well, we're going to get you caught up on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Okay, so let's uh, catch everybody up with what's going on between Andy Cohen and Titus Burgess. Now, Titus Burgess, great, amazing actor, performer, talent, wonderful person to follow on social media. Andy Cohen... He's a very talented individual. He's a person. No, he's very successful at what he does. He's not my favorite person. So anytime there's like a beef between him and a celebrity, I'm like, give me the popcorn. Mm -hmm. I need to hear. And yesterday on the show, we talked about how there was this moment where Titus uh, was talking to Andy about this project he's working on or worked on with Eddie Murphy. And Andy... He has this way. Now, granted, it's his show. It's his universe. It's his playground. He asked Titus essentially to weigh in on Eddie Murphy's previous anti-gay content in his stand-up act from decades ago, mm-hmm. which honestly seems a little irrelevant. And I'm I'm saying little facetiously. It's very irrelevant to what what Titus was actually there to talk about. And... But Andy is what we call in the business a pot stirrer, and we don't use the word pot, okay? And so I think he very clearly knew what he was doing, mm-hmm. and he has previously called out Eddie Murphy before um, for saying that it hurt his feelings, that Eddie's stand-up hurt his feelings when he was younger. Well, Titus wasn't there to defend Eddie Murphy, if Andy has a beef with Eddie Murphy, he should take it up with Eddie Murphy. Well, and it sounded a little self-serving, like, this is my beef. I want you to join in to my beef. Yeah, and and honestly, Titus was like, I'm a professional. I am not here to, you know, carry your water for your personal beef with Eddie Murphy. He was very kind to me. So that's what happened yesterday. And then Titus essentially talked, well, it was the night before, and then Titus talked about it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And he just read Andy for filth. I mean, mm-hmm. he told him up and down, like, look, I'm a professional. You don't have me on your show so that you can start a fight. Um, I'm not the character I play. I'm, you yeah, know, like an actor. I might play a certain character that you think 
would serve this conversation well, but I am not doing that character right now. I'm an actor mm-hmm. who is here to talk about a project I did with with Eddie Murphy. Yeah. That said, there you know, again, you go on watch what happens live, you you know you you're going to need to give him some gossip. Right. But maybe that wasn't the best choice. And anyway, it doesn't matter. It's up to Titus to have that he can take it however he wants. So Andy Cohen has now responded. So yesterday was Titus's response. And today, and today, is, today is Andy, Andy Cohen's turn. Andy Cohen's response. And he um, essentially, I think he talked to Access, which is Access, Access Hollywood. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, Access also asked Cohen if he thought Burgess would ever appear on a show again. And he said he's been on four times. He can do whatever he wants. I just don't want to offend him. Um, oh, now before that, he said he might be feuding with me. I'm not. That's what he told Access. Mm-hmm. And then he went on to say he's been on four times. He can do whatever he wants. I just don't want to offend him. So honestly, like that, that I don't know how you took that. But that to me comes I mean, across that's as like, like so Minnesota passive aggressive. I've it's amazing. And also for somebody who traffics, this is the thing that like Wendy Williams gets caught up in when you try to be a pro, quote professional. Like he's responding like he might be feuding with me. I'm not. Now that is a response for somebody who is trying to be a professional. Let's mm-hmm. say who doesn't want to tell the truth because they feel like that would it's not fair to the other person mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. But it's Andy Cohen. Right. Whose life is based on getting people to spill the beans slash. I mean, have you he, read his autobiography? He tells other people's business. Right. So in other words, like he spills the beans about everybody else, but he doesn't want to be his own beans. Exactly. And that's what he's trying to do is which Get is, away from the beans. Which is when the stuff was going down with Wendy Williams, it was the same kind of thing. Like, she was above it. She was bu- above all the distraction. It's mm-hmm. like, girl, you are the distraction. Right. And you have fueled the distraction for years. So to now sort of act like you're above it seems a little disingenuous. And as, uh, as, as it also does for Andy Cohen to seem as though he's above it. When in fact, you know, that has been his stock in trade for years. So, I mean, you know. And then that last, like, you know, I don't, I, he can do whatever he wants. He can do whatever he wants. I don't, I just don't want to offend him. I just don't want to him. offend him. That what? is, like. What does that even mean, actually? Because you clearly did offend him. And if I were you. Well, that's what he's trying to say. See, that's the thing is you have to read between the lines of what he's saying. And what he's saying is he's so easy to offend. So I don't, you know, I'm not going to take a side. I'm not going to say yes oh, or no. Like he because is so he'll be, sensitive. He's so sensitive. He'll yeah. be offended. And we don't want to offend him. And why can't you just call it out and be like, what's wrong? Did something strike? Because then Titus could have said, you know what? Look, I'm not here to talk. About- he's not going to do that in the moment because, again, Titus is like, I'm a professional and I'm not here to have that conversation. But maybe after they could have had that conversation. Well, that's the thing that I think is a little bit weird about all of this. And I don't know, maybe a little bit manufactured. Who knows? But it seems like two grown adults should be able to, after the fact, be like, hey, you know what? Like, I totally love being on your show. <laughs> but that wasn't really cool because you kind of tried to paint me into a corner. And I wasn't comfortable yeah. with it. So just so you, you tried know. tried to talk crap about Eddie yeah. Murphy who, like, excuse me, I just. Did a movie with. I'm trying to promote. I mean, 
that which then ends up also making Titus Burgess look bad. Yeah. If he's going to badmouth the person who he just did a project with. And furthermore, I mean, we've had this conversation before. We did, I think, actually just yesterday when we were talking about Jamila Jamil, who owns the stuff she said at a different time in her life. You know, I, I am not well versed enough on Eddie Murphy and whether or not he has owned what he said mm-hmm. and maybe cha- had a change of heart. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. But people do change. And if you have a beef with Eddie Murphy, take it up with Eddie Murphy. Don't take it up with the person who worked with Eddie Murphy and try to make him look bad in the process. That's yeah. just. Yeah. And I again, I temper that by saying. You go on Andy Cohen's show, you got to expect that he's going to try to get you to dish on somebody. Right. If you don't want to play that particular game, then just say it. Yeah, you got to actually, yeah, exactly. Say the words. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to say the words about some crazy, stupid, idiots, dumb people doing dumb things on My Talk 1071. People doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. And these, my friends, are your crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes, in the state of Florida. Florida. Thank you, Holly. You really hit that high note. Mm -hmm, Thanks. All right. For our first story, we are going to South Carolina, Spartanburg, South Carolina, to be exact. Um, And I'm just going to go ahead and warn you right here. This is a cautionary tale. If you are a porch pirate, you might want to turn your radio up. Okay. You know what a porch pirate is, right, Bradley? I have no idea what that means. Yeah, you do. You have an eye patch? I don't... The eye patch, I don't think, is required for the porch pirating. The porch pirate... Is the person who uh, trolls the entire neighborhood looking for packages. Oh, sure. They steal packages off your porch. Exactly. I got it. Well, um, there is a woman in South Carolina. This is the victim. Okay. She calls the cops because she got a notification from FedEx that her package was delivered. All right. When she arrived home, her package was gone. Okay. The crazy, stupid idiot is the person who stole the package because... Here's the thing about a package. You yep. don't know what's in there. It could be anything. It could be. Could be underwear. Could be adult diapers. Could be a dead body. Oh my oh, god. What? No, what? I'm sorry. I that never happened. That's never terrible. Get a package of a dead body on your What porch. if what if it was nine tarantulas? That's what was in the package. Nine alive tarantulas? Uh, you know what? This is a good question. I think they must have been alive. I don't know if they were alive or dead. Do, can you send tarantulas through the through FedEx? I don't know. I mean, this is a very important question that I don't have the answer to. I don't to. know why she needed tarantulas, but she had tarantulas delivered to her via FedEx. Uh, it was worth about $1,000. Wow. And uh, the package was, Can and it was stolen from the, a porch. The idiots opening that package. 
That's what I love. Yeah. I mean, that's double crazy, uh, stupid idiot. First, you're dumb because you stole the package. Yeah. That's Secondly, nasty. you open it up. That's nasty. And if you are an arachnophobe. Or if you're just, I don't know. Hoping, everyone. hoping for I mean, a ninja who, blender. Who is the person that opens that and is excited? Nobody. Just the yeah. lady who was expecting it. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. Why did she? We have no idea. We don't know. Okay. I don't know. I that so many questions. I'm, what I'm really upset about is that nobody did the work of asking why this chick wanted nine tarantulas in the first place. Yeah, having never bought tarantulas, I don't know where you get them. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a tarantula store? I don't know. Apparently, there is because that's where she bought them. From. Yeah, but is it does it only support e-commerce? I, I don't, don't know. know. Where are we going next? All right. Let us take our trip next to none other than the state of Louisiana. Louisiana. Or Louisiana. Or whatever you call it. That's where we're going. And I want to tell you about a lady. And her name is Ashley Beth Rolland. Okay. Okay. And Athley Beth. <laughs> Athley. Ashley. Ashley. Beth. Roland uh, is from Louisiana and she's 23 years old and she was uh, questioned early Wednesday by police after a man accused her of stealing $5,000 from him. I mean, that would require questioning. Now, the the man in this case, he was the victim, right? So Mm -hmm. she stole $5,000 from him. His name is Eugene Dix. And Mr. Dix told police officers Mm -hmm. that Mrs. Rolland had stayed with him in his apartment for at least a week. Now, he alleges that while he was showering, she took the cash and left his residence. So, um, apparently, Dix was Rolland's boyfriend. So that's how that worked, Uh right? But she offed with his money. Mm -hmm. She absconded with his money. Well, so far, none of this is very particularly crazy stupidity-worthy. Am I correct? Well, no. I mean, it's dumb. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't know who leaves $5,000 lying around their home, but but who am I to judge? People do. People do. Anyway, that's not what made her a crazy stupid idiot. That's not what made her a crazy, stupid idiot for today's story. What made her a crazy, stupid idiot for today's story is what happened after she was arrested. So she was arrested. She confessed to swiping the money. And that's when things went a little crazy. Okay. Because as she was being arrested Mm -hmm. and, um, well, let's say searched, police came across something unusual. Oh, was it in her... Nature's pocket? It, in fact, was. Oh, dear. Was it the nine tarantulas? It was nine tarantulas. (laughs) Ah! No, it was not nine tarantulas, but it was worth $6,233. Oh. She had something worth $6,000 put up there. Okay, so she had stolen $5,000, and then she had an additional $1,200, that she combined to buy the thing that she stuck in the thing. Yeah. It was an engagement ring. No, it was meth. Wow, that's a lot of meth. I mean, had, I don't know. How much is the well, average amount of meth? Actually, it's only a gram. I don't know how much a gram Neither is, do though. I. A gram of meth in her hoo-ha. A gram of meth is $6,200? Yeah. We have so much to learn about drugs, Bradley. Yeah, how much is a gram? Well, that's... And how much does an average... Like, how much does meth cost? Well, Please apparently $6,000 a gram. 
A gram is also point zero zero two pounds. So that's a very small amount. So actually, it was probably relatively easy to hide in her hoochie cooch. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> what happened then? Well, they took it out of her hoochie cooch. And, and she stayed in know, jail. Can I ask another question? I, there are a lot of things that I wonder in this story. Okay. One of them is, you know, like how much is a gram? How much does meth cost? That kind of stuff. After, after they collect the stuff from nature's pocket. Yep. What do you think they do with that? At, and I and I don't actually just mean the meth. I mean anything that people bring in the, as contraband in nature's pocket. What then do the police do with that? I'm sure the the meth itself gets destroyed. They probably have big dumpster fires or like some sort of incinerator that they have to put it in. But let's say it's um it's not meth. Let's say it's they have police auctions. Okay, so careful at your police auction that you. I mean, I don't think they're auctioning meth. From. No, but like what? Okay, I'm. What if it's like a rolling pin? Yeah. That I think they would just They're auction, gonna auction off, right? that off. And what I want to know is, do they have to disclose that that was found in, in Ms. Rowland's nature's pocket? Probably not. Okay. I mean, I think it's kind of buyer beware okay. at that point. All right. Like if you're buying it at a police auction, very likely you should just assume it's been in somebody's, in somebody's privates. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Thank you. And that's your warning. Uh, I've got another warning for you. My next crazy, stupid idiot. All right. This uh, comes from San Francisco, a venue, uh, a comedy venue in San Francisco. I've always wondered, how do um, comedians feel about those hecklers, the people who talk the whole way through? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there was uh, an amateur, there was an amateur comedian doing a two hour open mic. Okay. Actually, that person was not the only, it was an open mic that lasted two hours and a person was on stage and that person who was doing comedy was being rudely interrupted by somebody in the audience talking. And he called the person who was talking out on their talking and basically was like, Hey, I don't, I don't, I I know who you are. Be quiet. Shut up. Stop talking. Mm Mm-hmm. And the member of the audience Uh-oh. who got told to shut up and stop talking, um, he decided a better idea would be to beat up the guy who was doing the open mic. Uh. Yeah. So he um, beat him about the face area. And then he ran up and it caused like a whole melee. Anyway, this there's a lot going on here. But what I want you to know is this. Don't be the heckler because you might. Well, that's just like what I tell people like um, and I have to tell myself when I get real angry, uh, when I get road rage, uh, you know, if somebody's like following me too close or somebody's going too slow is like, don't react, don't react, don't flip them the bird, don't honk the horn because you you don't know that they don't have a harpoon in their car that they're going to harpoon you with. I agree with you. And yet, if you are a person in the comedy gallery doing the comedy. Mm-hmm. I think it's a reasonable expectation that the audience will be quiet and not harpoon you. And if you want to be the person who's talking, maybe don't go to the comedy. Well, yes, show. of course. If you're going to be a heckler, it's you're the one that's at fault. Exactly. I'm just saying, I don't want to die. 
This is a good point. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for the throwback live 245. Yeah. Every day we go head to head to see which one of us is better at identifying vintage pop culture. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.